Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of MCU TV. Uh, today is March 27th, uh, and at least here in the Commonwealth of Virginia, it is a fantastic spring uh, spring day. Uh, and we are here to talk about the latest episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode number two, The Star-Spangled Man, and who apparently still has a plan. I'm joined this morning by Tim and Sheba. How are you guys doing on this fantastic? Hopefully it's spring for you guys. You are uh, way further north than I am, so I don't even know if it is spring there yet. It, it rained yesterday. I mean, we've gotten warmer weather this, this week, which is lovely. And I'm just kind of normally around this time, there's like one more snowstorm. So I've been like waiting for it, but we're approaching April and we haven't had that yet. So I'm hoping that the snow is officially gone. It's uh, It's in the 30s right now and raining. So, oh. uh, yeah, like, no, like, like Sheba said, we, we have had some warmer weather, but now we're dipping down for a little bit. We're, we're actually fully expected to see snow before spring really, really kicks it, in. It was, it was so hot yesterday uh, that the attic fan kicked on to cool the house. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> what's that sound? I was like, oh, that's the attic fan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. it, hasn't, um, it hasn't gotten that warm for us, but I mean, like. It's been warm enough where, because we're in degrees Celsius, so it's like plus 12-ish for us. So everyone's like, oops, start bringing out the shorts. But mm. I know that at some point, I'm always, you know, there's always that, like I said, that one snowstorm yep. before spring spring fully hits. So I'm like, just waiting, still wearing my winter jacket. You know, I know some people are like, we removed our winter tires. I'm like, you're, that's too soon, but cool. <laughs> So let's jump into uh, to the episode. Um, initial thoughts from both of you. And, and Shiba, I'd like to hear yours first because I know this is weird. I already kind of heard Tim's. Right. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I like that it set up a lot of background information. Um, a lot of it, it wasn't. I, it wasn't in, like it, it had a lot of action. Um, I appreciated the fact that they talked a lot about um you know, just a lot of social issues, especially um, pertaining to black folks, um, which I thought was they kind of they, they did a little they, they put a little bit in here and there um, mm -hmm. and looking more into the characters, because I didn't know a lot of the characters going in. Um, a lot of the characters they introduced, I ended up, you know, either friends told me about it myself and learning a lot more about who the characters were. And that fit into a lot of the social um, social discussion or well, not discussion mm -hmm. but the social issues that are occurring um presently that had occurred before and i thought that was really interesting that that was built into the characters themselves um like that was the reason that some of them were created so i thought that was uh really interesting and it brought a lot more depth to the to the episode that i wasn't aware of until afterwards yes. what about you tim uh I, I I agree with everything Sheba said. I, I think that there were some um, some really good elements to it. There was some funny stuff. There was some good action. That said, it was quite honestly um, amongst the least favorite of any of the like Disney Plus wow. series content that we've seen. And I'm talking okay. like two seasons of The Mandalorian, WandaVision, and then this. Um, okay. And it's not that I didn't like it. It's it's not that I disliked it. 
it just the story to me seemed to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I know that they're gonna pull things back together, but they only have six episodes to do it in. Um, I understand I, these are longer episodes, but the I, and I'm very much looking forward to episodes three and four because, as we talked about last week on Guardians, um, the 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 dude who created and wrote John Wick is is doing those two episodes. So I'm expecting like some really really heavy hitting kind of things. Um, yeah, that's that's where I am on it. I I do agree with you. I did a after talking with you initially did a rewatch, um, and I. I I do get the sense that they tried they tried to put a lot in this episode and they yeah. could have made it easily two separate episodes, if not maybe even three. I mean, I and, and we'll talk a little bit about it. I understanding the name of the show is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have minded a solid episode on John Walker um, and mm. kind of yeah. his, his background. Um, and they touched they touched on that and, and we'll kind of talk through and we learn what, you know, his background is and, and how he got there. Um, I I'm thinking the purpose of this episode was to get a lot of background information in yep. on yeah. all these yeah. things. Like the first episode yes. was where's Bucky and where's Sam. This episode mm-hmm. was smash everything else together. So when we hit yep. the third episode, we now have a cohesive story. I'm kind of guessing yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, oh. it was just oh, a lot yeah. of setup for this one. Absolutely, because we had the uh, we had the setup for um, more on who the flag smashers are. Um, you know, the at least sort of introduction of uh, the power broker brokers. Um, we had kind of the, the creation of, you know, the new Captain America as the, um, kind of anti-hero. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Tim, we, we had t- chatted a little bit about, about that. And I do agree. Like he, he started off very sympathetic to me where you're like, okay, this is a guy, like he is a soldier, he, yeah. you know, he's served in common. He's done a lot of uh, things for his country and they came to him. I mean, and it kind of goes back to, he sounds like he was a good man. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about that in the sense of, of, you know, Captain being that, and they said, Hey, do you want to pick up the mantle? And it was an honor by the end. He's kind of basically like, he's a raging you know, if you're not, bag. yeah. I was going to I was going to basically say the same thing. But I mean, he was basically, you know, you're either with us or you're against us. Yeah, um, it's type of thing. It's, it's interesting because I, I was in my research and stuff. They were saying that uh, the, the original creation of um, the John Walker, Captain America was supposed to be a complete antithesis of um, of uh, Steve. Cap, Steve, Steve Rogers, yeah. Steve yeah. Rogers, Captain America. Um which is interesting because Steve wouldn't, you know, he wasn't blindly following the government. He kind of worked with them, but he wasn't blindly following. Um, whereas um, John Walker's Captain America was more like, I'm going to do everything. Like he was fully like, I'm just, you know, patriotic towards uh, the U S and that's like, no questions asked kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and still a good person, but just a little bit more um, short-sighted. So I thought oh, that yeah. was kind of interesting. And uh 
somebody else had mentioned that, you know, he was kind of like, he was giving off a lot of, um, what's called a Homelander vibes, which I was like, oh, yikes, 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 because Homelander is terrifying. So um, if they're making him be kind of scary like that, I mean, not to that extent, obviously, mm-hmm. um, but if they're setting him up to be a kind of that kind of an ideal, uh, that would be very scary. And to that end, and, and the reference to Homelander, we do find out that John Walker is not powered at all which is ironic because uh it seems like everyone else is a super soldier uh now um and so that they did not uh they did not power him up at all i mean he is i mean he is just a man i mean yeah uh and uh he is uh my biggest kind of pushback against him uh is how quickly he is able to use the shield. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, and the reason for that is because when after civil in the comics, when after uh, Steve died in civil war in the comics, mm-hmm. there's a big point that's made. Um, I think it's by Tony of like how many people keep getting injured trying to use the shield. And nobody, <laughs> nobody can use it. They throw it. It bounces off of something. He's right. like, he talks about concussions, broken bones. <laughs> and, they, and, right. and they have all these soldiers like doing it. And it turns out the only person who can naturally quickly use the shield is Clint because mm-hmm. he understands angles and everything else from yeah. archery. Yeah. Right. Um, and yet, and I mean, and yet, you know, we see him, whether it's the training video or in that first fight scene, you know, he's like instantly knows how to use the shield. And I, to me, I was like, OK, I get it. It goes into the whole like we didn't have time in the storyline for him to have months how to use it and this and that. But I'm like, no, no, that's not. We'll see, which is which is why it makes me kind of curious. Like, is he lying about having superpowers like he could be? I mean, he could be super powered and not we not know about it. Like, I mean, just even just using the shield to like because he fights when he's fighting later on in the episode when he, he's fighting the, the flag smashers, he kind of mm-hmm. lets the shield go to save um, Lamar Hoskins, fully knowing that he might not be able to com- like beat the beat these folks and just gives away the shield. Like that was pretty much his only like you know protection. So mm-hmm. the fact that you had that much confidence to be like, you know what? Never mind. It's fine. Like I'm losing, but here, take my shield. And so yeah. continue to fight makes me wonder like, Hey, is he hiding it? Like, I don't, he could be, I don't, I don't think so because I mean, he got his ass handed to him, you know, at right. the end where he's like kind of bringing on and she just kicks him off the, um, right. kicks it off. I, I don't think he is. Um, I don't think he is at all. I, I think we're going to find right. out. Um, that is not the case. I, I, kind of am and it would be a major deviation i i kind of more got the sense that buck was basically like you know hey let's go find these guys and sam we're gonna make you a super soldier i kind of got that sense which would be a major deviation right Um, yeah so um, yeah i i I had a lot of i had a lot of issues i mean the he obviously has skills so like a hawkeye or a black widow He's got mm-hmm. skills. They talked about his special oh, yeah. forces background and that, you know, they even like studied his his physicality and his you mm-hmm. know, his his mental ability and, and all that kind of stuff. And, 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 and that's good. 
Um, yeah, he, he has some skill with the shield, which seems to be a, a, a bit too much. Um, but that said, I think we're going to see that with Sam also, oh, at yeah. least from what we've gotten in, in, in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I definitely did have an issue with kind of the inconsistency of his personality mm-hmm. where, yeah. you know, up front, he's in the locker room. He's talking to his wife about like, he just seemed very, very humble. And mm-hmm. then really, really quickly it ramps up and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm Captain America. And he walks into the police station and he like does a thing that would never happen in real life. Yeah. Uh, with no. with it, with an army captain and and all due regard to army captains that is not a high rank um right. much no. less any kind of rank where they would have authority to like undo Going someone's to a local police station yeah, yeah. and like undo hey, someone's like... probation and and no no but i i i mm. i get it for the sake of the story but he was just he went in with like this huge huge attitude there which was so different from the the John Walker we saw at the beginning of the episode rogues basically like it kind of like you know power broker power brokers are this like you know rogue entity and then they are a splinter faction of that which is basically you know giving the middle finger to everybody yeah so um so I mean I'm curious to see what they uh you know the group within a group um they obviously have some access to the super soldier serum, um, which kind of Shiba alluded to uh, in the uh, in the comics as well. Um, and we do find uh, <laughs> that uh, Cap was obviously not the only one. I mean, we knew Hydra had been some uh, done some experimentation, and we are also introduced to Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, uh, in this, who um, was a that um, who was around at least during the Korean war. Um, And I didn't do any math, but he would, a Korean war vet would be pretty old at this point. Yeah. Uh, So obviously clearly he, he didn't get the uh, anti-aging stuff that, uh, uh, that Bucky and, and, uh, and Steve had. And Steve got, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, remember that, uh, you know, Cap's been on ice and they kept putting Bucky on ice, too. So we don't know. True. Like, they've slower aging, but we don't know how, how, you know, kind of slow. Right, um, right. It seems like we have Sheba back. Yep, I'm back. <laughs> Very good. There we go. Internet issues. No, no, it happens. Um <laughs> So, so Shiba, we're talking a little bit about the uh, introduction to uh, Isaiah and right. uh, his son, uh, or his is it? It's not his son. I don't think it's grandson. Grandson, probably grandson. Yeah, probably grandson by age. Um, whose yeah. name is Eli? And and Shiba, you pointed out in the comics, Eli Bradley mm-hmm. is part of the Young Avengers as Patriot. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if the super soldier serum in the MCU is passed on uh, genetically. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think that is something uh, we'll have to wait to see. But, um, you know, the introduction of Isaiah and he he goes into um, why, like, he, that he was in jail and studied and tested. 
Um, mm-hmm. And we then get into that is why Bucky and Sam go to look for Zemo mm-hmm. at the end, uh, because Hydra was uh, a part of uh, those experimentations. Um, mm-hmm. It was one of those that was in one of those where, again, Shiba, you mentioned they did a lot of, mm-hmm. in this episode again, too, with the um, dealing with racial issues going on in our country. Um, and, and this one I thought was a good kind of touch to it, uh, but also tongue in cheek when, uh, Bucky's like, you know, he said, you know, my people, you know, we need Mm -hmm. to like, you know, go and find my people. And Sam's like, you know, he, he didn't mean it. He didn't. And he's like, no, Hydra's my people. (laughs) Like, I I thought that was a nice, like. Right. Trying to tell where they're going, but you know, it was, they didn't make it, you know, about race, but obviously something that uh, is on the front of a lot of people's minds. So not to make light of any racial tensions or issues going on, but I thought that was a nice kind of like, Hey, can mean different things sometimes too. And it was, it's interesting that just Isaiah's Isaiah Bradley's backstory in general is, was created because a lot of um, testing would happen for on black people because of or black folks because of um there was a, a scientific um rumor going around that you know um black people's skin is different so they can handle things a little differently and would get tested on in a different way so that kind of added in to why they were testing on a lot of um black folks back during the war um which was i which was kind of interesting to see um, because the parallels are, you know, they tested on Steve Rogers, they made him a hero. Mm-hmm. Um, even yeah. now, you know, the government is is picking up a new Captain America and he's getting celebrated. Whereas, you know, Isaiah, Tom, uh, Isaiah Bradley, sorry, not Isaiah Thomas, the basketball player, Isaiah Bradley uh, did essentially the same thing. He did steal a costume and we saw in the MCU that Cap, uh, Steve Rogers ended up stealing the costume when he was, you know, going to, to save everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And he didn't get he didn't get in trouble for it. The reason why Isaiah Bradley goes to jail is because, at least in the comics, because he ended up stealing Cap's um, uh, the costume and the shield. I agree, and, but also, but but Sam makes a point of they last time they stole the shield they were on the run for two years. So Steve uh, didn't go right. to jail because they were on the mm-hmm. run, and then he quote unquote died. So uh, right. it's not like they're like, oh Steve, you rascal. Um, right. So I do. I think there's a different uh, sense in that. Uh, I mean, I'll be curious to see what, um, you know, if we see Isaiah again, if they build more uh, with Eli. Um, mm. I, I also like we, we finally got to see from the, one of the trailers, uh, the uh, um, the therapy session scene, um, which uh literally laughed out loud uh during um and the two of them uh sheba i don't know how it is uh with with women um but i mean maybe short of tim and like one other close friend uh as a guy you don't want to be that close to another guy like that's like you don't want to be all up in all up in their like business like that you know i'm like i mean and that was part of what made it laugh of just 
being like, nope, nope, that would not make. And and Sam's comment, thanks for making it weird. Yeah, no, that. I yeah. mean, even Tim and I sitting that close, I'd be like, this is weird, man. Yeah, I. This yeah. is weird. It, it was, and yeah. you know, th- that's another scene that it had some funny moments in it, but the scene itself probably went twice as long as it should have. And I mean, there were even things in there like, uh, what was the thing? Oh, the the question that she asked before they did the the soul staring thing. Mm-hmm. She asked them to do something and it didn't, like nothing happened from it. It didn't pan out. So she's like, yeah. well, okay, then let's try this. So like writing wise, why even try that first thing and blow a minute and a half? Not that a minute and a half is a long time, but it just kind of like sunk the 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 rhythm of the story because you're like, oh, something's gonna no, nothing happened. It was yeah. just it was obviously they were the intent was to make the intent was to make it awkward um mm-hmm. in terms of of Bucky and Sam being our proxy. Yep. In that scene. But because of how it was written, it was it was cinemagraphically awkward, if that makes sense. Yeah. It just so it, yeah, it was can, like that was one more thing that was like, hey, there's like really good funny stuff in here, and then there's stuff that just isn't. And and uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, and, I I wasn't happy with it. I and and I agree that they didn't really resolve anything for having that scene. Like they they had like they could have like you said kept it shorter and it's like if they had pulled out that entire scene it's not like anything fully would have come out the, the main thing that came out of it was the whole thing of uh bucky talking about um like expressing that hey you know what if if uh if you don't take the shield then it seems like cap made the wrong decision about you which means that he he is wrong about my redemption and that was the main thing that came out of that scene um which was was heart, heartbreaking because you can finally see that you know, Bucky's right. like, this is the reason why I'm so, you know, worried and I'm, you know, having these feelings. But it also, it and, and while it's a worthwhile point, it didn't change anything in the story. And right. if they right. really wanted to drop it in, which I think is worthwhile to drop in, they could have right. dropped that into any other conversation. They right. could have they could have done that in the airplane on right. the way to, yeah. uh, to, to yeah. Munich while the two were sitting yeah. there in silence. Where because clearly they had a conversation before they got on the plane and Bucky could have mm. kept pressing it there. Yeah, Instead, they, they kind of went for the awkward silence thing. I right. Yeah, I just I I just wasn't I get it. thrilled about the structure yeah. of this episode. I mm. get Kim, I get the point of that. To me, I took that away as a a buddy cop trope. Right. Of, sure. You know, they they were looking to me, they were looking for the buddy cop trope of why two hard headed guys who don't always see eye to eye need to get together for the mission. I mean, something like that. I mean, I that's what I took it as as I'm like. And that's why I laughed, because to me, it was not at the same level, but kind of like a WandaVision throwback to a bad 80s cop movie. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And that and that's why I laughed and took it like that um, yeah. for it. Sure. Yeah. Um so let's talk a little bit about the um some of the directing and the cinematography. Um and in this one we saw 
yet again, um, and, and we haven't even gotten to episode three and four yet, where we think we're going to see more. Uh, another uh, very choreographed, um, not easy to shoot fight scene. Um, you know, with the uh, with the characters and actually all of them, because we had uh, uh, Cap two point and uh, Battlestar. Which holy uh, crap was fight. that unexpected? Like, yeah, all the yeah. trailer shots that we got of this truck fight, which was awesome, by yeah. the way. This yeah. the truck fight and the whole thing leading up to the truck fight with them yeah. from them being. Uh, basically from the plane forward where Bucky jumps out of the plane without a parachute and then the whole Bucky red wing thing. And then the two of them like wanting to make the different approaches, like Bucky just wants to run in and just, you know, Hulk smash. And Sam's like, no, 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 we're here. This is like a recon mission. We want to actually collect information. We don't want to kill people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like none of the stuff we saw, which obviously was good. I I, I appreciated the surprise was like, mm-hmm. yeah. what? Holy crap. Where, where did John Walker come from? Yeah, um, yeah. it was good. I, I like that. I loved yeah. it. Uh, yeah, and it was a great scene. The I mean, it, it was. It was a great scene because it also had. Plot twists like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like John Walker showing up. Uh, like, you know, poor Red Wing, may he rest in peace, uh, <laughs> being destroyed. Um, you know, and, 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 and Bucky's comment of like, I've wanted to do that for so long. <laughs> um, so, I mean, there was, um, a, I mean, a lot, uh, in that, you know, the, the, the twists, uh, Tim going back just a little bit, you talk about, you know, Bucky jumping out of the airplane, Mm-hmm. Um, again, to a degree, a bad comic trope, a bad buddy cop trope of him ripping the sleeve off his arm because that would do something. I was like, right. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I was, I was like, I was like, I was like, it, oh, but I'm like yeah, I thought he was going to like grab a tree while he went down and he's like, all right, I'm going to, and like, he was just going to like, that would help slow him down or something. And I was like, all right, cool, cool. Yeah. That's why he's ripping off the sleeve of his arm. Cause he's going to use the arm. And then he just landed flat on his, and I was like, Oh, all right. I guess that's, I guess he didn't. I mean, maybe later on we're going to see a parallel scene where he jumps at again, another plane without a parachute this time. He does yeah. it right kind of thing. Um, I mean, but this I, time he was just kind of like, nope. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of did take it from like Cap did it and like would land on his shield, and I was like, okay, it's vibranium. You can like land right. on your shoulder, and but right. yeah. Um, uh, so I mean, that was um, you know, you know, great scene. We get to see um, some. I, I loved the kind of the closing of them going into. Zemo's cell and the music. Um, the the game of chess seemed very reminiscent of Magneto in prison, uh, mm. where he would play chess uh, against Charles. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, a, a I, lot of of good uh, good with this. Um, and I, I'm like, being not inherently evil like it's not all black and white kind of thing um because they were talking about they're like you know we're taking 
you know, back we're taking vaccines and we're taking all of this stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't, I know we're not supposed to like them, but if I was somebody who had, you know, little to know, like, I mean, right now, for example, with COVID and mm-hmm. we don't have vaccines, I was like, I would understand people wanting to get vaccines. So I was like, uh, I, I know that they're supposed to be bad, but I understand. Yeah. And I like, I like villains or if they're villains or not, we have yet to see, but I like characters that aren't just black and white, um, mm-hmm. that there's more depth to them. Um, and I really appreciated that they were so, slowly starting to show that or set that up at least. Yeah. So with that, I mean, we kind of get into the, um, the progression of the, the show and through the, the MCU. So, I mean, we do see, and Shiba, we talked a little bit about it, I think when you were on your, uh, uh, internet blip, yep. uh, <laughs> see what I did there? Yep. Uh, that, I mean, so th- we've got the flag smashers who, um, appear to be super soldiers, um, mm-hmm. And stealing, you know, vaccine, I'm going to hazard a guess. There's also some super soldier serum uh, mixed into what they've been stealing as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we, you know, I was always, I never understood why Zemo was coming back, how they were going to use him. I loved that they were bringing back a villain because I'm well on record Mm -hmm. of saying I hate it when they just kill off villains or Yep. Pretend they never existed. Um, so now we see why uh, why Zemo is involved because he has all of Hydra's secrets, yeah. um, and they need some secrets to basically figure out how and where the super soldier serum is coming from. And um, so I I wonder if uh, Zemo's going to negotiate a release. Is is that maybe how he gets out of prison? Because obviously these guys are going to visit him. And yeah. maybe he's going to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, sure. I'll give you some information, but uh, you got to let me out. Right. And is he going to be more of a, not a good guy per se, but not a bad guy either? Like he's just, he's going to be helpful towards the good guys kind of thing. Um, yeah. I, I think it'll be one of those things where like, all right, he's he's going to be helpful, but he can't be trusted. It, right. It, because yeah. the thing is, it almost seems too much to have the flag smashers as an enemy and then Zemo as a persistent enemy. So I, I I like the twist of them basically enlisting Zemo to, to help them. And I'm fully expecting the double cross in in, in the end from, um, or something just because the way he ended at the end of uh, civil war, um, when he was kind of like, oh yeah, you know, when, um, uh, Ross was like, oh yeah, did you, um, he's like, oh, you're like, your, your plan failed spectacularly. And he's like, well, did it? That kind of was like very eerie and open-ended. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, it could have just been like, that's what he was talking about with, with, you know, Steve and Tony, but was there even more that he wasn't letting on in that scene? Yeah. Because we know Marvel likes to set things up really early on. So was that kind of hinting towards future phase? So interesting to see where that goes. The, yeah, I, I and I wonder if we're going to find, and, and Shiba, you seem to know a little bit about the power brokers. Do they have any in the comics ties to Hydra? Um, Not that I 
remember because I didn't, I, I had to look it all up, but um, I, not that I remember. I know that it was just at least the power broker. There was one person who okay. sent out a lot of the super soldier serum to other people and John Walker being one of them who becomes indebted to them, um, that kind of thing. So that's, that's the basic information that I looked up so far. All right. I'm sensing a character profile maybe on Monday. Mm-hmm. Unless we got a lot of notes. Uh, Could be. And, 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 and Tim, if we don't have a lot of notes and we need one, I'll, I'll do that because uh, inevitably sometime this weekend I'll be researching to who it is anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I might as well share. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, totally. All right, I, so go ahead, Tim. I, I, I have some concern, and it's not necessarily in the frame of where we are in this current conversation. But I'm wondering if there are characters in this story that seem to be important that are going to be lost to us completely. Like we got yep. Isaiah <clears throat> and 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 Eli. <clears throat> Was that just simply were they that three minute plot point of hey, there's other super soldiers out there? Thanks, bye bye. Never see him again. Well, I feel um, like we- and then from the first episode, we had um, uh, 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 was her name Leia. Who who Bucky went on a date with? Yeah, right. Which again, very well could have been a plot point because she just kind of drove some of that emotional piece for him, mm-hmm. and maybe we're never going to see him again. And then what about the um, I can't remember his name the the old guy who um, whose whose son he killed? Oh, Yuri, 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 Yuri. Yeah. So like. <clears throat> Again, like really big kind of a setup. And I feel that the storyline is blowing past these people. Um, And it's not to say that these people have to continue existing for the entire story because (laughs) it's just simply may not be the point that they serve. But it just seems weird that like these people seem to be like something really important and then they're not. So I don't know. Well, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if we're going to see. I think we're going to see Yuri come back in. Um, I think we'll see. I, I mean, my guess is that, and it may be the final episode. Sam finally talks to him, and that's going to be part of Sam's like kind of redemption arc. Bucky. Yes, yeah, sorry, Bucky. And see, that's what I was feeling with Isaiah Bradley. That his story kind of parallels a little bit to Sam's like he never he never really wanted to be a super soldier he was kind of forced to become one Sam was kind of forced to become one so maybe asking more questions and at some point um Isaiah Bradley does because of the super soldier ends up getting a lot of uh he loses his mind a lot um in the comics so um you know maybe just before that occurs or that happens that's why he he goes to he, he might go back to talk to him about it get more information um, with Eli Bradley, I know they've been slowly name dropping a lot of the young Avengers, like Spring Wiccan. Um, you know, we're, we've gotten now Eli Bradley. So I think that's setting up for later on for the young Avengers, which they might eventually end up doing um, mm-hmm. because they've been doing it for a while. Cassie Lang, too. So they've kind of slowly, Miss um, Marvel, I, I believe, was in the young Avengers as well. So they're slowly name dropping some of them. So they may not be pertinent to this story. They may they may show up later on at some point. Um, and there was something else that I was going to mention that I've now lost my train of thought about. Um, 
But yeah, that's at least they, that's my interpretation that even if they may not continue fully continue their their story right now, they're going to be pertinent later on. And oh, the other thing is um, because we've seen the scroll scrolls already in the MCU and casting a little doubt there. Are we going to see any scrolls in Falcon and Winter Soldier, or at least implication? Like, what are the implications in this situation? Um, just kind of, I've been trying to keep my eye out on things that might seem a little odd and off. Um, so, yeah, those are just things that to keep in mind with for me, at least. Even if their story may not continue now, at some point they may continue on, and they may be setting up for future movies or or sure. reoccurrences. Sure. So, folks, I think we're going to wrap it there, um, and we will certainly, uh, if the anticipation is correct, have a lot to talk about next week um, as we continue to see the the story build. Um, any parting thoughts, Tim Sheba? I'm just excited to see next week's episode. I mean, I... At the end of this episode, I was like, "Wait, that's it? I wanted more. I'm not. I, I'm not ready to to close this chapter of this episode yet." Um, so I, even though it was like almost 50 minutes long, I, I still wanted more. So yeah, I'm looking I, forward to next. We, I think we certainly expected that in this episode uh, they were going to bring Sam and, and Bucky together. Um, you know, so they they did. It's good. We obviously have forward movement. Um, Zemo definitely seems to be coming up in the next episode. So I think a lot of stuff is going to be centered around him. Um, we're also getting, at least from these first two episodes, we are getting one really, really great, solid, super action-y fight mm-hmm. um, in each episode. You know, in, in, in the first one, we had the, uh, the, the, the one with uh, the helicopters and the airplane and that kind of stuff. In this one, we have the trucks. Um, I'm looking forward to what we're going to get in, in the next episode. They're, they're really getting us with, with like one good fight scene in each episode, which I appreciate. And and I think they're awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm hoping for a more cohesive story next week. All right. Well, folks, we will leave it there. Uh, be sure to check us out over on guardians of the MCU and be sure to check out all of the podcasts we have over on the random chatter network. See ya.